skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Welcome to Skin and Blister with Kez over there in North Carolina and me in Hey, London. how are, are you? How are you doing, Kez? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just looking at your sweater. It looks incredibly cozy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's very cozy. It said not to wash it in the washing machine, but as the rebel I am, I threw it straight in the washing machine. Did it get stretched? No, it's fine. I think the main thing is not to dry it. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? I feel like we haven't talked, so I need to know. I have been okay, thank you very much. I had a bit of a debacle this morning. I mean, I was rushing to get to the pod. um, Uh And you know that makeup stuff that I was talking about ages ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, and it took a month to arrive because we have all these um, strike actions over here. Anyway, I finally got it, and one of them was a precious oil very opportune for the season um and are you talking about like the magi's gifts or something did you feel like you got a gift from the magi i guess that's what i'm referencing but anyway i dropped the oil which is a bit sad because it was a cost me a pretty penny and also i was really looking forward to using it and also now there's oil everywhere which is well annoying is it all lost? Were you able to save any of it? Yeah, I saved some of it, and I took some of it and, like, put it on my legs. Not on my face. Not on the... The floor <laughs> oil did not go on the face, but on the legs was okay. I bet your legs are buttery soft now. They certainly are. We'll never know. But, yeah, but that was sad. But oh, that's really it's sad. All right. It's all right. It's all right. You and know what they say? Like a thousand pounds. It was only a couple. Only eight hundred. Jesus, are you serious? No, obviously not. That is tragic. Um, anyway, how are you? I'm good. I just uh, got back from the gym. Don't worry, I showered. No chance of weird infections here. Um, but I'm feeling quite frisky this morning because of it. I had a very productive day yesterday in which I did not leave my house once. However... What were you doing? Okay, tell us. So, 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 so. I, you know when you like, your house is like a little bit cluttered? And you keep saying to yourself, like, I need to get rid of stuff. I need to sort stuff. And you keep saying that, you keep saying that, but you never have a chance to do it. And Mm -hmm. then you just get, like, more and more, like, burdened by it. Well, yesterday was a rainy Sunday, and so the whole fam decided to do a big decluttering session. Um, And we basically Marie Kondoed the shit out of... Mostly the little the little chicken, the little one stuff, because let's be honest, his uh, things take over about 50% of the real estate in my home. Um, and 
So, you know, I kind of was like a bit worried about doing it with him because you know how kids get when you like try to take their toys, even if they haven't played with them for like three years, they're like, mom, but mom, I'm going to play with that. I just didn't know I had it. It's like, it's been sitting right there, you know? Um, So at first he was like really sad, but then once he got into it, uh, he got like very excited about it. And he was like singing to himself as he was like cleaning out toys. And it did help that we said we were donating them to the local orphanage. So like he felt like really good about it. Not sure what the the local orphanage is going to do with them. They'll probably throw them out but hey you have it hopefully not yeah it's really interesting yeah they have a i think orphanages were still a thing in the u.s why is that well where would all those kids go if if there weren't foster families well they do eventually but I feel like they probably do eventually, but what would you do with kids that, like, there's not enough foster families for or something? You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Lovely. I'm sure they will appreciate the nice gifts. Um, I've got a few questions. Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind. Was it a situation where you limited... Because we used to do this when we were kids. We used to have clear outs and we were limited to like keeping about six items I seem to remember mm, you limit yeah. the amount of items um, the little chicken could keep um no basically I was like we need to get rid of about 50% oh yeah that's good so that's what yeah. we did and oh well done yeah yeah And anyways, we, like, reorganized everything as well. And now, like, I just feel so good. And you know how you, like, feel really good in your house, like, once you've done a bunch of work on it? That's how I feel right now. I can see you, like, gloating about it over there. I'm, like, glowing. Absolutely glowing. (laughs) I'm being attacked by the cat right now in a very loving way. Uh, Um, I've got another question. Yeah. When you say the whole family decided this, what percent of that decision was you? <laughs> well, uh, I will say Simon has been asking to do it for a while. Okay. So when I said that we were doing it on Sunday, he got really excited, actually, and he was very much a part of it. So it was quite nice. It was like a family activity. And then afterwards, to reward ourselves, we put together a Lego set. Oh, which that's was, fun. Uh, I love a Lego set. Yeah, it's quite fun. It's like a puzzle. You know what's funny is like, so we always like, in quotes, like get Lego sets for the little one. And then yeah. it's actually like we get really advanced ones and there <laughs> he does about a quarter of them before he loses interest. Is actually for yeah. us. Yeah, they're more for. The, yeah, we did that as well. We bought one for um, our sister, our other sisters, um, one of their little chickens, and yeah, we ended up doing it, which was very fun. You know what's the most satisfying is like going into his room and looking at how it's reorganized because I like 
made it look like more of an older kid's room, like with a desk and everything. And it looks really lovely. So I'd say like when I walk into his room, it's probably like a nine out of 10. Oh, very nice. Yeah, very, very nice. nice. It's inspired me. I want to do like everything in my house now. So Uh-oh. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Got a big house, boys and girls. So that is going to be a lot of stuff getting reorganized. Is it? It's um, not that I big. Do, it's massive. It's not. Seven bed, seven bath. Oh my um, do not make me sound like a millionaire. <laughs> Friends. Million in the back. Friends. Okay. It is three bedrooms. Do not listen to her. Three beds, seven baths. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I once used to clean for this uh, this family, and they had like there was like two people in the house, and I think it was like seven beds, seven baths. But oh two my people gosh. living there. <laughs> oh I have a practical question for you. Yes. You know yes. Those, um, baby books that we all had when we were that were made for us when we were kids. Yeah. Um, I need to digitalize mine. Digitize? Basically, it's too much to haul around. Okay, okay. But how can... Do you have yours or what? what? I do have mine because I think it's like such a lovely little memory thing to have and mum was really sweet making this. Um... But what I did before I left uh, the commune was I was doing a lot of book binding at the time, like making my own books. We had like a book bindery set up there, which was really cool. Um, So I went through and I took out all the photos and put them into like photo albums. And then the rest of the stuff I like bound into a book. And so it's like a lot smaller and more compact. Um, obviously, yeah, like it's a massive folder. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Huge, and everything yeah. is getting like faded and ruined anyway. Um, yeah, I would say like maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be a lot of work it? to like make it. You could scan it. You could make it into like a scrapbook, but. Like yeah, get a scrapbook. Okay, I need to sort that out. But I was um I was tidying as well this weekend and I found these roller blades and I was oh uh, put them on the side to give to a charity shop. And do you not want a rollerblade? It's more like I never rollerblade because I don't want to do it by myself and mm. I never do it. Um and Fran was like, no, no, don't give those away. And I was like, the last time you used them was maybe three years ago. Once. We did it once. <laughs> so needless to say, they're going. Well, actually, my friend might want them, so that's cool. But they are going away. I have to say I feel quite sad about that. Why? Because rollerblade, I can just picture you, like, going along on your little rollerblades, like, happily, with Luna running behind you, around and around the park. Nine years, no, three years ago, that was the reality. 
And then what else I can picture is you hit a little crack in the curb and fall very hard. Exactly. And then, although we got all the the knee protect, we got all the protectors. I think for like knees, oh my god, elbows. I was wearing a helmet. I was oh my about the god. Same no, you gotta do it safely. If you're gonna go fast like me, you gotta get all the safety equipment. Are you sure you were going fast, or did you just think you were going fast? Um, I mean, it, it's very depends what fast <laughs> is, I guess. But like, there's a lot. I don't know. It's pretty bumpy the road, so I wanted to do it safely. I'm all about safety. I don't care. Safety first. I am all about it. Such a nerd. Such. A nerd. I can just see you with your little like safety helmet going along. Then some person walks up to you and they're like, ah! and you just fall. But it doesn't matter because you're exactly. so safe. Exactly. Now, I always get like when I use my rollerblades, which now that you say that, I haven't used mine in like two years. But. I feel like it was a trend like a few years ago, wasn't it? During the pandemic, everyone was doing yeah. it. Yeah. It, it stayed on. Like, people do it in the park, but they go so fast and they go in groups. It's quite, oh. You have to make sure to get out the way. Cause they're, and they're doing tricks and stuff. <laughs> like, there's some really talented people. They've That's really cool. They've been in the park where they all do it. But it, again, like it's, a, it's cool for sure. But you have to be careful because they're always... They're not really watching out for pedestrians. I'm all about the safety, as I've said earlier. Yeah, when I go, like, I have to go somewhere really flat because what really gets me is when you start, like, rolling downhill. That is terrifying. And then you're just like, no, no, no. Um, So we have actually this, it's weird, it's like a park with an old um, car racetrack. And they've made it into, like, a place for people to bike or scooter or, like, rollerblade around. So it's quite cool. Um, But after a while, it does get a bit old just going in circles. So I think that's why, like, I stopped using them because, like, it's quite boring going to the same place every time. And then, you know, you go anywhere else here and it's, like, so steep because we live in the mountains. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could um, go on the tennis courts, but then again, that would just be round and round. Again. Round and round and round. Imagine you're doing it like dodging tennis balls. That would make it more exciting, I guess. Oh, what about doing it tennis, but on rollerblades? Oh, my God. That sounds like that would involve a lot of uh, multitasking. I don't. How do you feel about that? Do you think you could do that? No, you couldn't because you can't turn direction. You can't change directions fast enough. And that's like a big part of tennis. Yeah. I will say I'm like a lot better at ice skating than I am at rollerblading because ice skates, we grew up ice skating on our lake. And I just feel like they're easier to stop with and it's like feels less dangerous to me. Um, But yeah, I'm actually going up there next week to see the parentals and 
So I am looking forward to going ice skating while I'm there. Stay tuned. I will take a video. I don't think you can show go you my on skills. The lake at the moment. It's not thick enough the ice. Yeah, but they have a hockey rink as well. Ah, cool. Okay. So That's I've heard. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will look forward to seeing. How are you feeling about visiting? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Um, it's quite nice to watch the little guy hang out with his grandparents and his cousins. He absolutely loves it. Yeah, that's so good. What? The other day, I, I, I this is quite like dark, but I was like, if anything were ever to happen to me, like which of our family would you want to stay with? Because I wanted to know. And oh, he yeah. was like, to, "Oh my word!" I know, okay. I know, but like, these are the things you have to think about, right? So, um, and he said like the grandparents, and I was just thinking about it. I was like, that would be quite interesting because we we grew up there right from when we were like babies but imagine like going there from like knowing the outside world to the commune that would be as a kid that would be like a really interesting thing it'd be very different for sure but it would be they're also quite different from when we grew up so I think it yeah. would be possibly a more positive experience. Yeah, I um, think they've made a lot of positive improvements since we were kids, for sure. Yeah, especially, it does seem like it. Yeah, especially with the kids. Um, sorry, what were you going to say? I can't remember. I haven't had lunch, so I'm like really woozy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Saz has fallen off the screen. She has passed out. She's gone. Do you gone. ever get it when you do you ever get like random anxiety, right? But it's like Yeah. Like I get it and it basically the way I know I have it is my mouth gets really itchy. Like cuz oh, I'm pretty good nowadays at like dealing with the well, I'm not that good, but like I can kind of be like, okay, whatever. I've got a bit of anxiety today, but I just have to kind of work through my to-do list and not think too much about it. But my mouth gets really itchy if I'm like anxious, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. wait, talk me through like what part of your mouth mouth is itchy. It's not really like itchy. It's more like stabby. <laughs> It feels really weird. Do you get that? Oh my gosh. No, you know what? Uh, You know what I get is I have this like burn scar on my leg from, so I used to work in an industrial like candy shop and we had this massive pot on a stove that was on at like the level of your thigh and I walked into the stove with shorts on and got like this massive festering burn I think it was like probably like second degree um of course I didn't do anything about it but it anyways it has this massive scar now and when I get anxious it like starts itching and it like won't stop yeah it's It's, awful it's kind of weird like the physical things that happen with anxiety yeah 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 they're real I, I find it quite physical rather than Obviously, there's a whole mental component to it. 
Um, anyway, old itchy mouth over here. Uh, speaking of burns, when I was, I went to Vietnam, friend and me went to Vietnam actually ages ago, like seven years ago. Wait, wait, now. you started this story wrong. You have to be like, back in Nam. <laughs> And, and that's, that's all I have to say about Vietnam. Exactly. Oh my word. We went. Okay, so this this is such a wild story because we never really figured out what happened, but it ended up with. Um, so we went for a swim in the pool, like there was a public swimming pool. So we went there. Then we went to this restaurant. And had lunch. It was really nice. Then we get home, and my um, like where the swimsuit had been, yeah, was all started blistering and like burn. Oh. So it was like some kind of chemical burn. Oh my on, god! Like, both sides of my thighs, I guess. Um, and I got these like really bad chemical burns. What? Like, they, I've, ne- I've never seen this before, but they got all like blistered and they were so painful. I had to, I couldn't like lie on either side. I just had to like lie flat or like I would turn over, but I couldn't, you get me right. They, you yeah. Side. And they got to massive blisters and then eventually they like, it took a, it took about a week before they you know before I was able to get out of bed because it was so intense. Um, what? Like, oh my gosh! Clothes on or anything? So that was like a chemical. It must have been a chemical burn, but we never really figured out how where they came from because we went that, swimming a fair amount, so it wasn't the swimming pool. And that I is horrendous. A new swimming costume either. So. We think what happened, because maybe, because what we would do is we wouldn't change at the swimming pool. We would just wear like our bathing suit under our clothes because it was so hot. It was, yeah. Everything would just dry really fast. So we think maybe it was like still damp. And then we went to the restaurant and sat on the chairs and like some somehow a chemical like leached out of the chairs and burned. Oh my word. My legs. But it was so intense. That is gnarly. Do you have scars? I had I had scars for years, but no, not anymore. Um, do you but, do you do this thing like I do, where you never go to the doctor? Because you're just like, oh, whatever. Like I think it comes from like our childhood, where we like if anything happened, which we often had like quite intense like injuries, just because we were outside being crazy so much um and we'd just be like eh. you know like i i barely ever put like even a bandage on something do you do that yeah i'm the same or i like google how to treat it and then i just do it myself obviously it is good to go to the hospital in an emergency yeah everyone do not try this at home <laughs> for that i probably should have gone to the hospital because when it was like blistering it was like you could see like the skin and you, it wasn't like, like it took a couple of hours. So I, I should have done something about it then. But then I guess, I mean, after that, we got some, you know, lotion. And it was funny, actually. It was so sweet. Fran went out to get lotion for the burns. And then he, he tried to get me some frozen ice 
yogurt as well because there was this frozen yogurt place next to where we were staying and he came back with the lotion and like the frozen yogurt but it was totally melted so it's a a little puddle of frozen yogurt oh and then he accidentally used the frozen yogurt to put on your oh yeah but on your burns yeah but like it was so weird it was such a weird experience really really strange um, so tell like tell me burn why did you go to vietnam uh yeah because well we we just met and i was working really hard on um building uh, a bakery i was part of um and he was working really hard in in another um job and we just met and we were like really de- we were desperate to spend time together so mm. we both just left our jobs and booked tickets and went to <laughs> vietnam we were thinking to move there but in the end we came back um why why then, didn't you move there well so i was going to teach english i, t- I did a course to teach english mm-hmm. um and I did, I did quite a few job interviews. One of the job interviews, they were like, yes, you're going to have 16 kids, just you. And then you're going to, but like every 30 minutes, it's going to be like 16 to 20 different kids just coming in. Wow. I was like, I can't, like, okay. But maybe like I could have done it, but I didn't, I didn't want to. And then the other reason we came back was it was a friend's brother's wedding so then we went and spent a month in sicily um which was quite funny because we lost quite a lot of like we were very skinny in vietnam just because it was so hot and Mm, yeah like you just don't eat as much i don't think when it's that hot yeah, yeah. And then we got to Sicily and it was like, it was still hot, <laughs> but it was like, they took one look at us and they said... Oh, they, no. They just started feeding us. And by the end of the month, we were like back to ourselves again, which was good. That is hilarious. You just got fattened up. Yeah, they were, they looked at us there thinking, nah, those two need a bit of sustenance. <laughs> I mean, you know, friend's it's... brother's wedding alone was probably enough to get us back to our... Yeah, um, yeah. Before Vietnam, wait. It was so intense. But yeah. That was you cool. know what I always do when I go home, which sounds similar, like like I'm going to do this coming weekend, is I just, like, eat so much. Do you <laughs> do... Well, oh, you... I was going to ask if you do that, but... Like, they don't have a lot of vegan options there, so you probably actually lose weight when you go. Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Our mom's really good, because she's always been a bit of the, you know... Health health food. Healthy, yeah. She loves a lentil or chickpea. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, you should bring her some avocados, Calda. She would love I am flying, but maybe I could nestle them in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my word yeah so she's amazing at cooking uh yeah, yeah she it's is so funny when i went to the communal meals all i could eat was like slices of tomato <laughs> and it, it's not even like that i'm not i'm not starving obviously but 
it's more like it's quite embarrassing to just eat tomatoes whenever the absolute desperation of you sitting there just eating slices yeah everyone's like looking at you like why are you just eating tomatoes um but no i do i get fed well last time they made two different vegan cakes for me so that was like oh mom always makes these lovely cakes when you go to visit it's amazing and then I just eat the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, I get early. Yeah, I mean, and then it's, it's funny because when I go to friends, family as well, they're the same. They just make so much mm. nice food. Um, yeah, yeah. It's funny when uh, the old goat himself was here, which he is finally gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, goat. <laughs> um, but I did. I wanted to cook quite a lot, but we did also go out to eat quite a lot. And our, our last Where day here... Where is your favorite place you went? Did you have any new experiences? Uh, yeah, we did. I, we went... Um, well, our favorite pizza joint we thought was closing, but it actually... <laughs> I keep wondering if it was a ruse to get like a bunch of people to come in and get pizza. Because they were like, we're closing after Christmas. And then, and it's like in our neighborhood, you know, and we were all like, oh, it's so sad. Like, that's where we love to go. And then right, like, on their last day, they were like, just kidding. Like, we're going to be open on January 6th. And I had just, like, gone through, it was, it was like whiplash. I'd, like, gone through all this emotion about it, like... I was like almost crying like I I went and hugged it's called Jimmy's because the owner's name is Jimmy and I went and like hugged Jimmy and I was like I love you like I'm gonna miss you the poor guy was like this is the exact reason we're closing it's people like this no I feel like maybe because I hugged him he was like we have to stay open for her but wait, they're open for like one more week and then they're closing. No, no, they they said they had a Christmas miracle, and so <laughs> I don't know how long I don't know how long it's gonna last, but they're open yeah. again. So yeah. that was a big like you know what we did? We ordered an extra pizza and froze it because <laughs> that's nice. That's the Christmas miracle. People actually came and spent money, and they were like, yeah. Well, and then Simon left like a fifty dollar tip, which he he didn't tell me at the time. And then afterwards, it came up in conversation, and he told me, and I was like, oh my god, like that is what saved them. Was your (laughs) (laughs) the crazy thing is like that is an amazingly generous tip. It is, yeah. But that would go so fast. It would, yeah. But um, yeah. But what if everyone did that? Do this recently, like say say they're closing and then be like, it's a miracle. We're going to be able to stay open. But I do think it's so. It's probably the same over there, but it's so difficult over here at the moment. Like companies Mm -hmm. just get to the end of their like cash and they're like, we can't go on. Yeah. Yeah. So I see the I see two versions of that. I see people saying we're closing down, come mm-hmm. like buy all this stuff, 
and I see people like doing crowdfunding to try and keep going. So just to get a bit more of a cash like reserve, I guess. And both are like horrible options because you would think or you would hope a business could support itself, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of the issue right now is like the well, COVID took such a giant hit and then they were just struggling after that but then it's also like the staffing because they have to pay staff so much in order to retain them um which you know because there's so few workers and and i get that and that's like i'm glad that workers are getting paid more but also as like the owner of a small business i can see the other side where it's like the only ones that can survive are these like massive chains because they're the only ones who can like Mm -hmm. afford to pay the workers enough like over here the fast food places are paying like 17 dollars an hour small businesses can't compete with that like that's wild so yeah i think that's like a big part of the problem we have it as well here that all the ingredients are going through the roof do you have that Mm. as well the price yeah yeah the actual goods um, yeah, it's and then electricity and rent and everything is just going up. So it's kind of it is it feels and it is like we just survived the pandemic. So I mean, I feel like a lot of businesses kind of clung on and were like, uh, after the pandemic, it will be okay. But like now, and it's now like inflation worse. Inflation, yeah, recession, staffing. Yeah, it's happening. What uh, a nightmare. Anyway. And but when you're working with like a 5% profit margin, that that's killer, isn't it? Exactly. And it's all about the numbers. So if people are feeling, you know, their wallets are, you know, less open. Exactly. You just don't have the numbers to sustain it. I just um, want to shout out with our massive influence on this forum. Support your small local businesses instead of if you're going to go get a meal go to a small local business. Do not go to a massive chain because you will make their day. Shout out. Yeah, that's such a good that's such a good point. I need to remember that cuz sometimes I do end up using not I don't really go to chain restaurants, but sometimes I use like grocery deliveries when I mm, go to mm-hmm. the corner shop. Um but should we go on to some questions? I hear we have some questions today. Yeah. Yeah, we have one kind of like light one. And then we have one that's like more intense. So we are thankful uh, for both. We are thankful for both. Um, so first one here is one time travel. I guess this is a choice, something you choose, like a power okay. you could have. All right. So Ooh, yeah. would you pick one, time travel, but you can only travel forward, or two, healing that you can only use with strangers? Oh. You know, this kind of feels like I'm in a video game, which kind of goes with the theme of what I discussed last time. <laughs> oh no now you're just making your life into a simulation an avatar you are an avatar just to bring it back to the did you watch avatar quick 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 segue oh i loved it 
no spoilers, but like I watched it in 3D and it was so fun. All right, boastful. <laughs> that is not boastful. It costs the same as like a regular ticket. Okay, I watched it in 3D as well, but over here you have to pay for the privilege. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> and I didn't like it. You didn't like it. <gasps> so I'm not going to give any spoilers. But no I, spoilers, but I, I could know. see why. Here's yeah. the deal. If you, I, I watch that type of movie for like pure visual enjoyment. Um, so I didn't really care about the plot or lack thereof or any action. <laughs> was more just visually stimulating for me. And I went with, like, the little one and his friend, and they were so cute watching it. So I think that was part of it, was, like, watching them watch it in 3D was, like, really cool. Because I think it was, like, one of the first 3D movies that they had seen. Oh, that's not... Yeah. Was it, like... For me... See, this is the thing. I had a bit of a nightmare because I tried... So we booked it and then we went there with plenty of time (laughs) such a disaster again Um, I'll try and make this quick basically we couldn't find any food and we were it's a three hour movie so yeah yeah we had to eat before so we were running around in the dark it was New Year's Day nothing was open we managed to bag ourselves some donuts which left much to be desired then we ended up buying these wraps, which were horrible, and a portion of chips for, like, crazy amounts. At the theater? Then, no. No? So oh. And they weren't good. It was so disappointing. We ate them in less than five minutes. Um, and then we ran to the... So it might have been, like, a indigestion thing that I didn't like it. But a question for you... <laughs> <laughs> a question for you it came across as like super violent to me taking oh. into consideration that I don't watch like that kind of I don't watch I took, with, like, I took of... two little kids to watch it that's, that's so what funny. I was going to ask you <laughs> like did you think to yourself this is like too violent for them or you thought it was okay uh, it wasn't graphic it was violent though so that was the difference. Th- these these kids of this generation, like they see that stuff on video games like all the time. Like all like in all the Avengers movies, like all the, you know, Marvel and DC movies, they're all incredibly like violent. So I think they're quite like they're quite numb to it at this point. Like I don't think it bothers them. But I do see what you're saying. I I can see why you would say that. It's quite interesting. I mean, there's a few things that... Well, there was one part that I found really sad, but I can't really talk about it because we'll give... Me too, me too. It's probably the same part. Um, watch it. Like, the underwater visuals were very impressive. Watch it in 3D because, yeah, the underwater visuals are very cool. Um, But, yeah, let's go to the question. Um, So, yeah, time travel, but only forward or healing that you can only use with strangers. I'm going to go healing that you can only use with strangers because time travel forward doesn't appeal to me that much because what would what you would 
would you age? So would it be like you age? No, no, no. You no, no. Uh, you stay the yeah. same. You stay the yeah, same. So time travel forward. So you could no, go see the future, but you wouldn't be able to come back. Ooh, that's a huge gamble, isn't it? <laughs> oh my word! Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with healing for strangers. Although that would be awkward if your friend got sick, because they'd be like, "Well, heal me," and you'd be you have to say no. But you would be like amazingly well paid if you could um, sort out. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I'm I'm not a doctor, but I can heal you of anything. As as yeah, definitely. Definitely for me, it's a no-brainer, like the healing that you can use with strangers. Because the time travel forward, it's like a massive gamble. Like, I just feel like I don't want to know what the future... <laughs> like, I feel like the future is going to either be like an absolute shit show, apocalyptic scenario, or... Perhaps it'll be like, perhaps humans will like get their shit together and like become more and more advanced and like more emotionally stable, <laughs> which or would be really cool. But most likely it will continue in like similarly. Similar. But like I would put my bet on shit show. Like I'm not very optimistic about it. So um yeah 100 percent would not want to go there plus that i would leave behind the people i loved so that would, that not would be, be my issue with it yeah you wouldn't be able to come back and then they would be aging at some straight because even if you went a year in the future yeah yeah like, why would you want to miss a year of your friends of life? your f- exactly yeah that's a that's a definite no-brainer but what would me. you use the healing strangers for would you immediately monetize it? Because that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, first it would be like this. I feel like we'd be... <laughs> it, it would be a chance to live out our greatest dreams of like essentially being some like amazing guru saint type person. <laughs> No, I wouldn't want like any kind of thing from it. I would just monetize it and then use the cash to fund like, fun things with my friends <laughs> uh, I don't know so in the end it would heal my friends as well no I don't know I don't know if money can heal imagine and like your nice idea healing this nice idea that it's gotta come with a hitch you can't have anything that nice without like a big problem so imagine like it comes along with like you or your like partner get like really terminal cancer and you're just like fuck like it's then you'd be like in anguish because they're not a stranger so my question is your partner gets like five years to live or whatever do you break up with them (laughs) ignore them for like four years (laughs) so that they're essentially a stranger by the time you see them again (laughs) that would be quite the conundrum there's many questions that arise, such as, like, people wouldn't want you to want to be friends with you. Also, I think I think it would make quite a good That's movie, true, yeah. There's quite a few... I think you're right. I think what would happen is someone very close to you would get super sick. Yeah, and then... About this. 
Yeah, and then able to feel them, and it would show the real meaning of um, life. But it's not <laughs> somehow <a> monetary gain. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no to the time travel. No to the time travel. All right, um, but we have like a a even deeper kind of question here. Uh, um, pretty deep to me. Okay, let's try it. Yeah. So first off, sending you gals so much love, especially my sweet friend Kelda. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thankful you walked into my life the way that you did. <laughs> just had to read that part to see your reaction um question when you two decided to leave can you uh share some of your emotions in that story also what was the most simple but hardest thing to grasp when you came out of the commune for example you think this is very simple now but it was a huge hurdle to overcome then keep doing what you are doing proud of you both um I think I'm going to answer that in two parts. So what what was the... <laughs> when you decided to leave, can you share some of your emotions uh, that went along with the story of your leaving the comment? Yes, of course. Okay. Um, I was... So when I left, I was 18. I was very excited to leave because I had been asking... I So I, I asked when I was really like 16 and then I I moved to Florida for a year and then I asked like six months into that and basically it was like no so then I I um, wrote to the head person at that point and I asked again and Mm. then I did end up leaving and it was so when I was living in Florida I was living with about 20 same commune but 20 people um, and so we were really close. Like, I think the big one, the bigger communes are similar to family, but this is like an immediate family with the 20 people because you all kind of live in the same house and mm-hmm. work together and do activities and work together as well, actually. Um, so, uh, but then I was 18 as well, so I was like ready to fly. Um, so mm-hmm. I was very, very excited. Uh, and then I had, I had this like so they, <laughs> I had this idea that I was gonna like buy loads of clothes in the airport, um, but I didn't because <laughs> I didn't have a lot of cash, and also I was like so overwhelmed by just being by myself and trying to figure out the airport, uh, so. I didn't, so I ended up in London in the clothes that we wore there, which was kind of Amish style. Um, mm-hmm. And then probably the biggest emotion or feeling that I had was just being completely overwhelmed. Like, I I think I said before, but my brain kind of couldn't deal with it. Like, it kind of... Um, was in overdrive for a while. So... Um, yeah, I, I can't really explain it. It's very hard to explain how it felt. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Like I felt quite... Um, I imagine... Not guilty. Mm, yeah, 
Yeah. But I felt like I had to be doing something all the time and then there wasn't much to do because I, like before in the commune, every second of your day was planned, but like I moved uh, and I, I was I felt guilty about like watching TV because that was something we were told was bad. I felt guilty mm-hmm. about so much stuff. So it took me ages to kind of get over that as well. Um, I imagine yeah. it's like hard to pinpoint the emotions as well, at least for me and probably similar for you, because we weren't uh, taught any like personal emotional intelligence while we were there, like all the emotions we kind of were allowed to feel were the group emotions and we kind of had to like match those at all times. So this is something I dealt with was like not even being able to like be in touch with what I was feeling and I wasn't able to name it or anything. Hmm. What was like your... The first couple of weeks, what did your, like, can you remember how you felt on a day? I was definitely, like, excited because, like, like you said, it was something that I wanted to do. Um, and I was 19. Um, and, yeah, like, I think I saw it as, like, a giant adventure, which is interesting. A lot of people ask me about it, like oh, that must have been so scary. Like, what a brave thing to do to leave everything you knew and go into essentially, like, a different world, like an alien. But for me, like, looking back, like, (laughs) looking back, it looks really scary to me. But actually, at the time, like, I was just excited because, like, you have to imagine, like, you grow up in this very closed, like, bubble, and it's very predictable. And... So, like, and kids, you know, who are that age are incredibly, like, adventurous and um, and they're not afraid of much, which kind of makes it easier to deal with at that age because you're kind of ready for anything and you have no expectations whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, excitement, definitely confusion. <laughs> Because, like, I had no idea what was going on with anything. Um, and you're right. Like, same with me was, like, just the the guilt about everything. <laughs> and especially, like, around, you know, downtime. Like, I could not stay still for a minute. Like, I always had to be doing something. Because the structure we came from and the age we were there, like, we were never like alone and relaxing for a minute really um so so that was like a hard thing to deal with with was even just sitting down for two hours and watching a movie was like felt like an incredible waste of time or luxury um yeah yeah, it was really interesting um but do you want to answer the second part oh remind me what the second part is uh yeah what was the most simple but hardest thing to grasp when you came out of the commune? For example, you think this is very simple now, but it was a huge hurdle to overcome then. Um, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing because I've so I left 
the commune ten years ago, and you're prob you're similar. You're a bit longer than me, aren't you? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve years. Yeah. Um, and still, there's quite a few things where I feel like I'm still learning. Um, things like what clothes to wear for what occasion. Um, I mean, so like quite yeah, like the clothes is fairly superficial, and like wearing makeup fairly superficial. Mm-hmm. Um, doing hair is a big one. Doing hair, I oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and all of these things, I just feel really, I still feel like I'm learning, and like that's okay, I guess. I, I think it must be that those years when you're a teenager, um, a lot of people probably develop quite a personal style, although mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure like people change after their teenage years, but. I do think that's quite an experimental time for people, whereas we didn't, you know, we didn't experiment with those um, outside layers, I guess you could say, like the, it was yeah. all the same costume. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what? so what seems simple now? Uh, you know something that, I feel like now I'm fairly good at, like I can ha- hold a conversation fairly easily, but when I first left, I used to work in this coffee shop, and every time I would try and talk to the customer, like all of my colleagues would say, "You were so awkward in that interaction." But like every time, <laughs> and I would still try, and it was such a good thing for me that I was working there because it gave me an opportunity mm. to, I guess, you know, make loads of silly kind of conversations and try out yeah this actually work but I would say like now I mean I am a bit of an introvert so I do still find that a little bit tricky but I can do it do you know what I mean yeah yeah I feel like it's an acquired a bit of an acquired skill so um it definitely is yeah interesting yeah what do you think yours is that's interesting you say that because that makes me think of like how I was as well socially and um I worked in a chocolate shop so that was you know it's really good education for learning how to uh you know interact with people figure out what they want and need because that is a very important skill um through life as well and <laughs> Mike my colleagues, they genuinely thought I was like on the autism spectrum. Like they, they were wondering about it um, for ages, because I just on the commune it's so different. Like we don't, we didn't really engage in small talk there. It was all like mm, very blunt, like been. very very intense conversation, and small talk wasn't really a thing. Um, so that was. A very hard thing to learn was how to interact with people and new people. You know, something else I thought of was just knowing social rules around whatever. So for me, like it was, I didn't have a car and I lived in a place where you very much need your own transportation. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first few months, like people were just giving me rides all the time. Um, And like, it was like the family I stayed with that I was nannying and then I went to their church at first and like people I met in their church I would and I you know 
on the commune, like, it kind of works as one organism. So you need a ride. You ask and someone does it. And it's not like a transaction. It's just like part of the whole organism, right? Well, what I didn't realize was that like outside of that, you know, gas costs money. Um, people's time is precious. And when they're giving you a ride somewhere, for instance, like that is kind of a big deal. And and you would either do something for them in return or be very thankful or whatever it was. But I didn't realize that. So like, and this applied to other things like, you know, people having me over and I didn't bring anything to the dinner party. Um, and it was just kind of a really hard thing to learn. And I felt when I look back, I like, I really cringe inside because I'm like, oh, I was so socially unaware at the time. Um, and one other thing that stood out to me about it, uh, simple things that look simple now is just being able to make any kind of choice, right? So like mm. going to the store and buying one piece of clothing or, you know, the right groceries because like we never had to make choices ever. Like we didn't learn how to make choices. So the minute I left, like, and I would walk into a store, just, it was like so overwhelming. My brain just kind of shut down. Um, and it was so difficult. And, and then trying to like find a style as well. (laughs) And I, I'd say even now my personal fashion sense changes like every year. So interesting. I have, like, a closet full of stuff that, you know, I don't even want to wear anymore. I mean, I think most or a lot of people go through some kind of level of that. But I I feel like mine is a bit more rooted in... I don't know. It's an interesting one because I, I do feel quite confident in my body but I also do still feel there's still like hookup not hookups hangups from <laughs> I'm hooking up all the time um, there's still hangups yes anyway you get what I mean I believe um, from the commune About it's really interesting thing. Yeah. And, you know, I see some people now leave and just have this amazing fashion sense. And I'm like, how the hell did they figure that out? (laughs) I do think some people are better at this kind of thing anyway. Like, yeah, I think you're right. They just have a natural. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are really good naturally at fashion and. um, I'm also a bit of a Scrooge, so I do like to. I don't spend that much on clothes, I guess, as well. Um, yeah. Which I don't uh, know. I always personal choice. For ages, I bought like really cheap clothes, but in more quantity because I had to essentially like build my whole wardrobe. But now that like I have a base, I now want to just buy like nicer clothes that will like fit well and last. But then when I go look at the price, I never actually buy them. So. <laughs> The issue with that's that a bit well, my is, issue. 
it's hard to find good quality i find it is Even yeah it's really hard branded items you know and their mm-hmm. price is expensive i find this with um trainers you know the like running shoes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can buy twice as expensive they're they're sometimes worse than the cheap ones um they yeah. can look better a lot of them but like use wise you probably are buying again in six months so, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really know. I uh, I know part of me does want to, like, make my own clothes. I think that's something I could get really into because I, mm. I have the sewing skills. That's yeah, so do I. Yeah. Do you have a kind of, machine? I do, yeah, I do. Okay. I haven't used it in years. But I've kind of forgotten a lot of what we learned about sewing. I mean, I think it would come right back if I, like, did some research. Um, But we did learn how to make our own clothes, which is really cool. We used to sew in the factory as well, so we've had a fair amount of experience with that. Remember we always used to make, like, these, like, little backpacks and and, uh, little clothes for our dolls as well, which was really fun. Oh, yeah. No, we had some fun learning to sew. Some of it was mm-hmm. pretty intense when we had to make the pockets for the skirts. Oh, Hello. and then the 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 pleats was oh, yeah. that was you had to iron pleating. them before, then you had to oh. sew them. I mean, they looked like I get why they do that. That's how you make it. Yeah, good. I guess. I mean, looking good is a bit of a. Uh, I they were well made let's say that look neat and they lasted a long time um, like yeah they I were very well made I would say my uh, yeah my sewing instructor was essentially a drill sergeant so that brings back <laughs> like yeah. it's not necessarily like a fun memory for me <laughs> I remember one time I stole a pair of scissors from the sewing room and I got in so much trouble. But I were you just going to keep them? Well, I took them because they were like these tiny gold scissors and I was making a sewing box, I think for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have it. Oh my gosh. Do they have the scissors in? Yeah, it has little collapsible scissors. I think those were the ones. I found them in the center. <laughs> you sacrificed so much for me. Oh. oh, well, what can I say? I still have it, and I still I use got... it to mend things. Yeah. Oh, you know what's super, super weird about this? We stayed in a really lovely Airbnb, actually, in Sicily. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the people who run it. Although I can't remember anything else <laughs> about it, so that's a bit mean. But, um, is this because you were drinking so much in Sicily? You just have no memories, no, or were you just trauma? <laughs> were no, you in a state of trauma? <laughs> oh. Yeah, more like that. Well, it was with we were staying with Francesca's parents in an Airbnb, so it was very calm. Um, mm. And there was two sewing kits, and I oh. used them. And I just started mending, because there wasn't that much to do, basically. Um, and I just started mending all my clothes. <laughs> I darned a hole in my socks. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> the amazing. The part about it was, 
friend's family was like, oh, she can sew as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Domestic goddess. And I was like, oh, no. I know. Simon loves that I can sew as well. He's always like, babe, these are my favorite pants. Like, can you possibly fix this hole in them? And I'll be like, I'll... I'll use it as a bribe to get like everything I want that day. That's what I was <laughs> gonna say. I'd be like, yeah, yes, pay me, pay me the big bucks. Um, I say yes, like you have to rub my feet. Like, okay. Anyways, she's giving me the time signal. No, you weren't supposed was... to know. <laughs> what else do you make him do? But yeah, rub my feet, get me a snack, like. Just all kinds of things. It's a great way, yeah. Um, (laughs) You are a snack. You're looking like a snack. Um, But yeah, but should we do a word of wisdom really quick or no? (laughs) Yes, one minute word of wisdom from Caldenina. All right, word of wisdom. Uh, So what is it in your life that you value? Take a minute, write it down, think about it, and then focus on improving whatever that is or spending more time. Time is a finite resource. So for me, when I, when I wrote, went to write it down this week, I thought, you know what? It's my loved ones, and I want to spend more quality time with them. So... What is it that you really value? Make it a priority. That was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? But No, I thought it was really good. I think that is okay. always good to remember. I don't have one this week though. Hydrate. 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 Hydrate you. Drink some water. But- water your plants. <laughs> we did that one last week. But yeah, water your plants. It's um, a weekly reminder. <laughs> That's true. That's a good reminder. Well, thank you all for listening and um, have a lovely week. And we'll talk to thank you next you. week. Can't, thank you for all the questions. Keep them coming. You guys are amazing. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.